Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. So welcome to this, this is like a little, is it a non-amendum to uh, yesterday's podcast, I thought I'd I'd quickly do this, I'm sitting in my car in the rain, it's it's like one of those YouTube videos where someone's like sort of talking to their phone, I actually haven't got a phone, so I I actually do have a phone, I was thinking, (laughs) I was thinking I always tell people that I have a phone, and then the last two podcasts, the voice ended with my phone ringing, Uh, but I do have a phone, I have to have a phone when I'm on tour, uh, but I've got a, a dumb phone, so it's like a... Some kind of one of those cat phones that's like waterproof. But, um, anyway, but um, yeah. So so yesterday in, my, in the podcast, I kind of mentioned this this thing that um, it was a very fleeting comment about the Italians revising their um, revising their uh, their COVID death numbers, and uh, and I had a um, I had a so I had an, I had an email like very very quickly afterwards from someone. I'll just I'll just read it. It's, uh, I won't say who it's from, so it's but it's, it's kind of a, it's appreciated the email, but I think it's just kind of something worth talking about. So it's like here uh, here is a link that debunks the claim that Italy changed its COVID numbers, and there's a link to fact factcheck dot com. Um, I was talking to my wife over coffee, and I thought to mention your claim that Italy changed its COVID nineteen numbers, but then thought to check before. I brought it up in casual conversation, and to my surprise, it was inaccurate. It's funny how this information can spread from Instagram to you, to me, through podcasts, and in, then on to my wife at a coffee shop. Love everything you do. Cheers. So that's um, so. Um, it's just it's kind of an it's a quite an interesting um, thing just to just to mention. Um, like I, I think I've I've said in like a previous podcast, like I try. I, I'm trying. I try not to really mention COVID. Um, like I'll, I'll talk about all sorts of things, but I try not to mention. <laughs> try not to mention COVID. 
Um, I did. Did I? I don't like. I I spend so much time now standing on stage talking, and I'm talking to a lot more people. That I can no longer remember like what I what I have actually said on my podcast and what I've actually just said to somebody else. So uh, a little a little um, bit of background. Um, I forgive me if I already told this story, um, but in. In 2019, in uh, in November 2019, I went to the the Krakow Film Festival in Poland, and uh, at the same event, there was like all the downstairs of this sort of big massive theatre was like just rammed full of Polish soldiers, and there was like you know hundreds and hundreds of Polish, if not a thousand Polish soldiers, down there, and upstairs was the, the film festival. And at that film festival, everyone got um, ill, basically. Like, you know, you went into the green room, and I would say, like, a third of the people were ill with this uh, flu. Like, literally, you know, we'd we'd basically... We all had the flu. We were only there for three days. We all got the flu in those three days. And I didn't really think anything about it. I did, I did kind of think that's kind of odd. Like, we've all got, like... You know, like I got, I woke, I woke up in the morning on the second day, and I had this intense pain, like in my scalp, and I thought that's kind of a bit weird. And anyway, then I just j- gradually just felt like shit, basically. And then I kind of my voice went very croaky. So that was in the first time, first time doing podcasts. So all my first like month of podcasts, I got this like, really croaky voice. And uh, anyway, then I went, then I went. I went over to the UK from Poland and then my mum got really ill and then Vanessa got really ill and my mum ended up being in bed for like a whole week and stuff. And uh, anyway, but like, recently I, there, was, there was a report that they think that the, the, the virus of unknown origin um, was spread via the Olympic, like military Olympic Games, which took place in Wuhan, where loads of armies from other, around the world were like invited to participate. And Poland was at that game, and Poland apparently did very, very well. Like, I've got a news article somewhere about Poland doing really well in the Olympic Games. So, um, so yeah, so it's kind of a, it's a, it's a, it's kind of amateurish sluice, a sluice kind of, a sluice, sluice, anyway. Anyway, so, um, uh, so, yeah, potentially that, that could, that could kind of explain why maybe I've not had the virus of unknown origin, um, since, so. But anyway, that's just like an aside, really. Um, so yeah, so sharing this link, like 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 most people, I have I have been very interested in, you know, like like trying to understand what the hell is going on because it has like a big, uh, you know, like so the, I think Mark Ripperto was saying, someone was saying, why don't you stick to talking about weightlifting? And he said, you know, that basically. You know, he he has no interest in politics, but politics has interest in him, and politics has come and basically fucked his life up. So he's going to start talking about it. And but I try, I, I don't really want to. I don't like I said before. Like I always feel like people who are listening to this are kind of my my friends in a way. And I don't want. I don't. It's kind of different if you're on social media because they're not necessarily your friends. They're probably more likely not to be your friends. So. But with a podcast, it's kind of different. Like I'm invite, I'm, you're being invite, you're inviting me into your brain uh, in a in a very sort of different way. And I just don't, I just don't, I just don't, I just find it kind of a bit unpleasant, all that kind of stuff, talking about it. And it's just, it's kind of a bit upsetting, and it's very, um, uh, and and the reason, the pro- one reason it, it is kind of 
it is upsetting is it's basically now become like a an issue of faith really it's not an issue of logic or trying to understand or trying to balance you know um what we don't know with what we do know which like what we do know is actually quite quite small but what we don't know is is very large um is um is it subjection anyway um and uh so yeah just i just try and stay away from it but i do kind of it does kind of kind of consume consume quite a quite a large part of my day you know like listening to things reading things and just trying to you know trying to understand what the hell's going on um main, mainly not not in order to go around telling people you know what i think and what i but it's mainly is a is almost as a you know like a survival like i have to try and you know, I'm on tour. I'm driving around the country. I'm like standing in front of like thousands of people. I'm interacting with like, you know, hundreds of people. You know, as in, you know, meeting people, being in venues, going to having to get food from places, blah blah blah. You know, so um, it's kind of in my interest in, in terms of survival to to sort of to try and understand uh, what's going on. Um, like a few things I I kind of notice is um, so what so that so you could you could you could strip it back and make it not about COVID. You could say me saying that the Italians have <coughs> revised their figures down um, instead of one hundred and thirty thousand people who've died of COVID. It's it's uh, I think it's less than four thousand people have died of COVID. Um, so if that was if that's false or fake news um what's the what is the consequences i guess the consequences of that being being true or what the consequence of people believing it's true what is it i think it would it would mean that people would maybe be less less afraid maybe people would be you know like when you when you walk past people in the street and they're old people and actually fucking terrified and they think that you're gonna stab them in the face or something like maybe that might I don't think it would by now because I think it's sort of ingrained in people that fear. I think, you know, maybe that would um, that would alleviate some of the fear from people. So, if that is the case, I would I would I would um, I would flip it back. I would I would I would say, well, isn't that what masks do as well? Like masks are really a, pl- a placebo. Like someone wearing a buff or something is not it's not going to do anything. You know, like I've I actually have I was given a. Uh, a proper medical grade um, mask by a theatre, you know, is it, is it not, it's not an N1, but it's basically what you would wear if you were, um, you know, if you were in somewhere where there was a, a ball of virus. <clears throat> and I'll tell you, like, <clears throat> you cannot fucking breathe through this thing. It's abs. It's like it's like someone holding their hand in front of your mouth. Like it's really, really hor- like a really horrible kind of experience to wear it. Like I just could not. I just could not wear it. So I just replace it with one of those ones you get from Tesco's, which which really is not kind of you know if you and again like this is this we're, we're getting to articles of faith here and this is why I don't get into it because people will be like oh no they they do they do something but really that yeah they do something but you know so with like putting a sock in your mouth like it doesn't really it doesn't really do anything <laughs> you know but it, it basically it's designed to try and. Um, it's like Dumbo with his feather. You know, he he, he would put a feather in his trunk because he thought he could fly with the feather, but really it wasn't the feather. Um, it was Dumbo because his flag had massive fucking ears. Um, so the, you know, you could say that, 
you know, so if you if you fa- if you did a fact check of how if masks were effective, and I'm talking about the masks that nearly everybody's wearing, which are these ones which cost like almost nothing, you just get from the supermarket. Um, the fact checker would I would think it'd be very hard if the fact checker was to look at forty years of data. You know, the Lancet recently came out and basically said the same thing. You know, you've got forty years of data saying they don't work, they're not effective. And you would then have the one study that came out during COVID say they they have some effect, but it's you know so so, so, I'm, so I'm saying that if you're going to start doing the war of fact checking, I think you have to be very very careful because I think very very quickly what you feel is like dogma, you know what what you feel is like the truth, will like rapidly um, kind of unravel, and the the nature of fact checking, like I read a lot of fact checking things. And I generally find, in many cases, the fact checker actually does the job of convincing you. Like, if because I think I think most people they'll go to they'll go to a fact check site, they'll they'll type in the thing, they'll click on the link, and they'll read the title. They'll see it says this is false, and they may they may read like the headline or the you know like one paragraph, and they will not read any further down. But generally, if you read further down, you get into these kind of um, sort of uh you know you it, it, it often it's often the devil's in the detail so so the fact check the fact check i read on this because i did actually i didn't this wasn't something i just saw on instagram like i don't go on instagram it wasn't something i saw on twitter or, or facebook i don't go on those either it was it was something where i read it um i don't know what the source was but it was actually a source i would trust and so i did i did you know set google for it and as usual you will not find a you will not find a reference in like the Guardian or the Telegraph or or on the BBC or whatever because it's it's a little bit like you know like Sweden, Finland, uh, Iceland have like have stopped giving the Moderna vaccine and then maybe they've also maybe some others like the Johnson Johnson because they think they're you know potentially dangerous and um, uh, but you won't see those kind of news things on the BBC or. You know, maybe they're there, but I've, I, you know, it's very hard to 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 try and get to to find those kind of that bit of information, which is like, which is genuine news. So, a recent, recently, when there was when the, you know, there was a, um, you know, BBC TV, BBC radio presenter died, um, of a some kind of thrombosis from having the vaccine, and it popped up on my wife's um, my wife's Facebook, and she said, "Have you seen this?" and immediately it was like this is fake news this is not true you know and uh, anyone who shares this is a you know a (laughs) far right you know fascist whatever um but anyway then it turns out it is true you know it's you know you will you'll find there's a there's an article somewhere on the bbc it's quite it's quite hard not to to bring it up you know when it's like one of your you know presenters has died um and that's not that isn't to so it's not to say that the vaccine is dangerous like all vaccine like I've had you know the rabies vaccine yellow fever I've had like every vaccine that's going and I always I always knew that when I was taking vaccines like Noah's having all you know all these vaccines at the moment it's having vaccine like tomorrow you you know you you always knew there's kind of a slight risk that something will you'll go awry like when I had all my vaccines going to Africa, like I've realised that when I was looking at my photographs, uh, I always look really knackered afterwards. Like I'm always just like yawning and laying down. And I was like, 
wonder if it was did I pick something up and it was Africa or was it the vaccines but it doesn't really matter because it's you've you've had them and you did them for a reason so you know that's the way that's just the way it goes so so people dying of of having a you know a covid vaccine is it you know it's, it doesn't really interest me that that much because that that's kind of what happens that like people die from taking the contraceptive pill or you know there's there's all these cases but what does what does concern me is when people aren't allowed to discuss it or when they do discuss it they're told to shut up and they're a, they're a nazi or something because that is kind of how these things unravel because people start losing trust and i think there's never been there's never been less trust than there is now in um in things we read and things we you know and i think you you do have this thing where the people we once trusted are now just telling the noble lie you know we have to keep we've invested so much in things we knew weren't true that we have to protect ourselves by not allowing people to find out it wasn't true and you know maybe people just forget because most things just go down the memory hole like the vac- you know if you look if you look at the data the vaccine you know like a lot of people are saying i'm not coming to your tour because i have to have my booster and you know those people will then tell you that the the, the vaccine they had was 100% effective you know i'm like well isn't a you know it's not 100% effective it only you know it only it lasts for about 3 3 3 to 4 months and then it's no longer effective and when you have it you can you can give covid to people and you can get covid and you can die and um so you know how effective is it you know like it's again it's it's a bit like the masks it's it's designed as a way of trying to like we've done the most incredible job of like terrifying people out of their minds and i would say that the vaccine is primarily designed to you know to sort of uh undo some of that damage um but it is but, but it is because it isn't very effective you know that that kind of undermines like the trust in the vaccine but also in, under, undermines the trust in the you know the, the health system and everything else and um so that so this this 97 percent you know reduction in the covid deaths so in like maybe I, you know maybe i didn't read it maybe i need to go back and read it again but in my mind it was basically saying of 130,000 people who died of covid in italy um only you know only about 4,000 people died of covid they were healthy you know you know healthy you know whatever age people died of covid and the rest of them had like comorbidities you know which obesity um dementia you know lots of, you know but generally more than two comorbidities and that and that's what and and you know covid kind of accelerated or, co- or caused them to die and things so like in, I think in Ireland, um, it was something like ninety-eight percent of people who died of COVID never even went to the hospital, you know, because they were so old, they just died in old people's homes or died at home and things. Um, and in Ireland, uh, I think the actual um, excess deaths were either the same or down. So, so nobody, nobody basically died. You know, it was there was no excess deaths of people dying in uh, in Ireland anyway. I think it's probably the same. In most countries, and um, but you know, if I think about it, you know, you've had two years of a, of a pandemic that was supposed to be the most serious, you know, health threat to mankind, and I don't know anyone who died from from COVID. I know I know people got ill with ill from COVID, and um, you know, people had long COVID and all that kind of stuff, but I but I know at least five people who died because of the lockdown, 
um, people who didn't have any didn't have cancer treatment, people who just died of literally just died of despair. I would say they just they just whistled whistled away and just died. And um, and uh, and I think if more if most you know if you was if you were to have seen like you know dumper trucks going around picking up dead bodies and putting them into plague pits, then you know then you you know I think you you can send me sort of fact checks and tell me that I'm wrong uh and I would you know I would say like in in my adult life I know two completely fit healthy you know super fit people who almost died of pneumonia um actually not three people almost died of pneumonia ended up in hospital ended up having um you know long long term post viral problems you know to this day and I also know the people who had like post viral, um, you know, sort of chronic fatigues that, you know, hung around for years and years and years afterwards, and uh, you know, took a long time for their lives to come back and stuff. So, anyway, so, so with with all the like, it's not. I think the the COVID is a is a separate issue. I think all that will will eventually. Well, I don't think it will eventually be be talked about because I think it will just go down the memory hall, and we'll all just forget. But you know, you know, we'll just focus on all the damage. It's been, you know, will be, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of money to be made from from the damage. You know, there's a lot of like counselling and you know, kids with germ germphobia and you know, a lack of being able to communicate and understand how people's, you know, just just like the 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 damage is like is you know like un, un incalculable. Like what the damage we've done to especially young people, but especially old people as well. But I think, but I think for me, the main thing is the damage to our ability to. Um, and I saw something recently where there were, someone was saying that you we should, we should uh, give um, vape, vapes on NH on the NHS like on prescription for people who can't give up smoking. Now, if you if you can't buy a vape, you're you know, and you have to get the NHS to give you one and probably supply you with with stuff. Like you're fucked, basically. You know, you were never going to give up smoking. You know, it's just, you know, it's. But it's just a kind of indication of of where where we're at, really. And um, you know, like, you know. So I don't, I don't want to go too far down down the, that. You know, because it is, it's not really, it's not really a rabbit hole. It's a, it's a rabbit warren. You know, you got you, and and it's not about. Um, you know, when I was on social media, it'd be like. Oh, you sound like you think you know more than everybody else, and it's not about it's not about knowing more than everybody else, but it's knowing fucking something, you know that we, other people just don't. I think it's not that they don't know it; they just they just don't want to know it. They don't want to, you know. Oh, just why do you have to talk about that all the time? Like, why can't you talk about something else? <laughs> you know, it'd be like it'd be like living in America and saying, you know. When they had slavery and like, oh no, it's so terrible. Oh, why do you keep talking about slaves all the time? Like, oh god, they all live down there. Like, they love it, you know. So, so there there is that kind of element of just um, you know covering your eyes, covering your ears, covering your mouth, and just because uh, it is kind of is kind of depressing. Um, but it is kind of it is kind of important. It's important to to try and understand. But it's also it's important to keep running. This running your um, validation program and you to try and understand: Am I going down a rabbit hole? Like, is this, you know, is, you know, if you think about it, could it, you know, if I think about like my whole every winter for the last, 
20 years like every health health um you know every country's health system is basically at breaking point and there are you know there's alarms going off and it's you know people are piling up in the corridors and you know has this kind of been that you know i'm not saying that that that, that this is not like again this is the tax i have to pay you know oh christ on me goddamn phone leave me alone this is um, you know like that, that that's like that's the uh, how do you turn the phone off Leave me alone. I'm I'm trying to have a deep. Anyway, so um, it's uh, so that's the kind of tax you have to pay. This is an example of the tax. You have to say yes. Covid is a serious, you know, you know, thing, and um, it's very dangerous. Blah 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 blah. But I I just I don't like paying taxes like that. So I just I'll just we'll just dictate that as red. Um. So, but it but it, but you can see this in a lot of things in your life. You know, like your, you know that we put a lot of trust into people about our edu- education our you know like how how we you know we <laughs> just in so many things and i think um i think it's about maybe taking trying to take ownership of trying to understand what's really going on and trying to um you know just trying to uh be wary of what what you know both what you hear that sounds like it's true and also what you hear that sounds like it's false um you know there's you know, you can you can swap like one kind of ignorance for another kind. So really, you have to try and sort of, you know, stay in you know stay in the middle. Um, but fundamentally, it's always good to a- always good to ask the question: Why do I feel upset or offended at this person saying this? Is that because you don't want me to be the kind of person, you know, who you know who you trust, who is not going to say, um, you know, maths masks are a hundred percent ineffective. Like I'm not going to say that because they're not 100 percent ineffective, or to say that we, you know, we should keep burning coal for the rest of our lives and you know destroy the planet. Like I'm not, I'm not saying that either, you know. But it, but you have to find some kind of some some point where you can see both sides and not just one side. Because what's that thing? Like if you only understand one side, you you don't really understand anything really. So so yeah, so it's um. But I think there was there was this thing that we're living in the the great awakening in a way, and that like I think more and more people are slowly realizing that that their sort of trust mechanisms and their the media they consume has not been serving them well probably all all their lives, and their their political parties, you know, the idea of like left and right and Labour conservative or Democrats and Republicans, like it's not serving them really. You know, it's it's serving serving other people very well, but not but not them. And so yeah, so that's kind of in, interesting. If you know, it's probably, you know when people started reading, you know, when people stopped listening to the the priests, you know, sort of telling them, you know, who could read Latin, reading from the Bible and telling them what to think. You know, when people started reading them, reading for themselves, you know, that was like one of the greatest, um, you know, manumission. You know, a great, um, you know, p- people had. You know, a lot more freedom and to try and understand what was going on, and that must have, you know, had a huge effect on um, people being less ignorant. But you know, but I think maybe, but then maybe think people like people like being ignorant. You know, it's a good excuse. Like, oh, no one told me. You know, they lied to me. You know, it's like, you know, the pre, the priest. You know, he set my son off camping. You know, and he came back. He was always very quiet. But you know, no one told me the priest was a paedophile. So, so yeah. So it's a little bit like it's. Um, you know, 
So anyway, so I thought I'd like add this. It's not like an amendum. I'll go and um, I'm just going somewhere to have a cup of coffee. I'll go. I'll go and re- reread the fact check, and maybe maybe I'm wrong, but my instincts say that that's not wrong. My instinct is, you know, you you know, you build like you know, you build these like mobile hospitals all over the world in the summertime um, to deal with this, you know, this like you know the the end of civilization. And then before the winter comes along, you dismantle them all again. When you know that's when when the COVID's going to be its worst. So, uh, yeah. But, so, you, oh, but we can't. We couldn't train na- enough nurses. And yes, you, you know you could. You could train. You could train people to build Spitfires and you know atomic weapons in in you know very quickly. You can you know you can do it. So um. So yeah. So that's. Uh, I think it's yeah. Don't 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 don't. Believe any everything I say. You know, definitely don't believe anything I say. I, I don't believe. I don't believe fifty percent of what I say, and I don't believe fifty percent what I think. And um, maybe maybe more than that. Um, but also maybe don't don't throw me under the bus straight away. Uh, because I think you know, like uh, like I don't. I'm not a conspiracy theorist and everything else, but I do believe in in how cowardly and incompetent. You know, institutions are, and I've sort of, I've sort of witnessed it, witnessed, witnessed it all my life, and and how corrupt they can become, um, in a very, you know, it's, they're all kind of very human traits like corruption and, um, you know, not wanting to, you know, not wanting to upset anybody, and you know, wanting to think about your career over everything else, and uh, and uh, and wanting to fit in. Like most people are, most people are cowards. I'm a coward as well. Most people are, you know, they just want to, you know, that's why. You, you know that's why, uh, you know that's why people believe in God and that kind of thing. It's good you can some can blame <laughs> can blame can blame the gods for all your fucking troubles when it's they're all your they're all your fault generally. Um, so yeah, so uh, I shall I shall leave it there. Quick amendum. So sorry, there's no climbing related thing, but it was kind of sticking in my head because I don't like I don't like people to think I'm uh, Alex Jones or whatever. Although Alex Jones, if you ever listen to him, like a lot of the stuff he says. Uh, is is true. So, um, yeah, heretics. I yes, I yes, I am a heretic. You know, I quite, enjoy, I am a dissident. I do enjoy being. I do in because when I when I you know when I when I was young, like being counterculture and being rebellious was seen as being cool. But now it's being rebellious and counterculture is being like Disneyfied. So all these people who think they're being you know rebellious and dissident ideas, they're not. They're being they're 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 just uniform and mainstream and everything else, and you know. So the real, you know, it's it's harder. It's never been as so hard to be a, you know, to have views which are opposed to everybody else's. Like people, literally, you can feel like they're they want to spit in your face. You know what I mean? So you know, because people are afraid of being like contaminated by, you know, your your view. So, but again, that's a very it's a very understandable thing. You know, everyone wants to fit in. So. Um, so anyway, so that's it. I do apologise. I promise my next podcast will be light and airy, and it'll be about bunnies or something, or some climbing bunnies, and it'll be uh, and it'll be will be business as usual. We will never talk about this the subject ever again. But if you want to send me an, e- an email, tell me that I'm wrong or whatever, I will uh, I will I shall respond. And I responded to that to this um, to the to, and, I, and I appreciate you, and I'm not slagging you off for sending me that email. Like I I, I appreciate it, um, and 
um, but it's just um, you know it's again it's like an act of love you know what I mean it's an act of, of kindness to send that email it's not an act of correction it's uh, you may not realise this but this is not true um, which is an act of love it's not um, you know shut up you're a fucking idiot which again is an act of love because it's like a you know, the more the more extreme people's response, you know, it's generally from people who care. You know, so the people who hate you the most, the people the people who love you the most, in a way. But you just let them down, and that again, that's the that's the that will be the outcome of all this because, you know, to go against the tribe, you know, to to be betrayed by the by your tribe or by the people you trust is way worse than being betrayed by people who are your enemies. You know, in in various forms. So. So yeah, so it's, it'll just end up with an even greater fragmentation of um, of, uh, of of reality and, and well, it's not reality, it's based of un- unreality. You know, people will be like, "Shit, I'm gonna have to start paying more attention to what's going on in the world because these people are telling me that you know that this is rubbish." But then, you know, it's, it's, it turns out to be not rubbish. You know, so yeah, for just saying that that COVID, you know, came from a laboratory. If I'd said that. You know, like a year ago, this podcast could be taken down if it was on YouTube, but now it looks like it did. So, you know, the who watches the Watchmen? Mm, that's why. That's why I was thinking. Mm, mm. Um, the book's much better than the film, though. Okay, g- goodbye. Until next time, I shall reply to my wife on the phone. Okay, bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.